time to party. A bad, dirty, fun party. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that right now. Me neither. Oh, boy. Good start. Uh, having a great day. You know, I'm glad everyone's here. Uh, it's, it's Monday the 17th, I think it's today, 16th. Uh, it is the 16th, yeah. 16th, because tomorrow is the 17th, and the Tuesday after that's Christmas Eve. Cool. And that's me hitting the microphone. I'm sure you heard that. Cool. So, uh, Everyone get all their Christmas shopping done? Nope, I have to, I have to do all that shit. Uh, I was going to do it tomorrow, but I don't know if I'm going to get around to it. <laughs> do you have plenty of time to do it? Uh, I might not. <laughs> I, uh, I have somewhere to be. Not work, but... Like a hospital or something like that, <laughs> I think, is my destination. <laughs> hospital? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, WWE had a pay-per-view last night. So I hear. Did you, did you not watch it? No. Yeah. What part of I don't watch that right now? Does everyone seem to not understand? So. I got sent a meme about it and I had to ask what it was. Was it the Daniel Bryan one? The one where Daniel Bryan turns into Orange Cassidy? That is the best. <laughs> <laughs> the one where 2009 Daniel Bryan turns into Orange Cassidy? That's uh, 2019 Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it looks like the old one. Yep, it looks sure does. His, his uh, 09 to 19 photos, uh, great job there, Daniel. <laughs> Take care of yourself. I had a lot more gray and weight. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Yeah. Is uh, that why he did it? <laughs> <laughs> so his pictures are exactly the same? That's the theory. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, so they had a pay-per-view last night, and one of the things I noticed uh, after the fact, uh, because it was pointed out to me, is that the only titles that were defended on the show were, were tag, tag titles. titles. Yeah. Because um, The Miz versus Bray Wyatt, not for the title for some reason. It was just a match. It wasn't even a stipulation. Was match. it raw? It was. It, it was like a, a. Well, the Universal title is on the SmackDown show now, and it's blue. And it's a raw show. No, they don't do that. It's just. And wh- why wasn't the? Why wasn't the the Lesnar title defended? <laughs> I thought he was supposed to be around more. <laughs> no, uh, they announced a few weeks ago he was done for the year. After whatever the last. Thing he did was was he on wrestling IR? Yeah, <laughs> he is. He's totally is. Oh my god, that's right. Yep, wrestling <laughs> IR. He's on the PUP list. Yeah, yeah, uh, cute little pop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what happened at the pay per view? Anything of note? So, I'll 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 Tyler breeze through it. Uh, the best match was uh, what's it? What's we call it? Buddy Murphy versus Aleister Black. That was a that was a, a good, hard hitting, fun, flippy dippy match. Okay. With lots of kicks and strikes and good. It was a good. St- it was good stuff. It seems like they're both pretty much the same thing. So. Yeah, th- there were. It was one, one, like Aleister Black is like evil Buddy Murphy, which is funny because he's the baby face. Yeah, he's like Undertaker black Buddy Murphy. Black metal Buddy Murphy. Yeah. He's Bursa Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Buddy Murphy is just Australian Alistair Black. Yeah. Right. He's Australian Al- uh, Austral Black. <laughs> Australian Black. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, so there, that was the best match. Uh, trying to think of anything that's. Did still. Daniel Bryan show up to defend The Miz? Yeah, he attacked Bray Wyatt after the match. That's where I shut it off, to be honest with you, though, and watched the uh, season finale of Watchmen. The uh, Daniel Bryan shouldn't be coming to the defense of The Miz. I know that didn't make sense because they they actually mentioned it before the match in the promo that like he never got along. They don't get along, but like, so the, he's fighting Bray Wyatt because Bray Wyatt like went after his family and blah blah blah. So it was a personal thing. So they they're gonna be, they're gonna become friends because both of them are dads. They're enemies when they were dude like single dudes, but now that they're dads, they're they're gonna be friends. Daniel Bryan and the Miz are going to win the tag titles in 2020. Glad I'm not going to see it. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to see it. Um, so that happened. Uh, the way the show ended was the other big thing that we'll talk about, I guess. So Asuka and Kairi Sane against Charlotte and Becky for the tag titles. And uh, first things first, Charlotte goes to powerbomb Kairi Sane through a table and Kyrie Sane seemed like she did not want to go through that table because she was trying to uh, trying to get out of it as bad as she could. She like wouldn't go up for the power bomb. Charlotte had to basically like lift her up and stuff and do it to her like hard way. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the hard way vertically. What? Wh- why? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Brian said she might have been concussed. I think she just. I think maybe the spot wasn't like talked about, and then all of a sudden Charlotte's going to do this thing to her, and she was probably like, Get the fuck out of here. I'm 16 pounds. Right. So she had to do it hard, I think, is why that was getting shit canned on. Um, but then when the Kabuki Warriors retained the titles finally, um, you know how at the end of the pay per view you take a lingering shot at the champion celebrating and goes off the air? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, goes off the like all of a sudden you you look by the entranceway not at not the entrance ramp but like by the entranceway uh, to the side, um, like Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin are fighting. A bunch of people are fighting, and Roman Reigns spears Baron Corbin off the stage into the group of people that were fighting, and that's how the pay per view ended. What? Yeah. So they didn't. I was like, oh yeah. They cucked the Kabuki Warriors? I was going to say, yes, it's 100% because Vince did not want the final shot being two Asian women smiling after that match. Why have that match last? I don't even know. Because Becky Lynch is the only person that was over that was on the... Did Seth Rollins wrestle? Uh, No, I don't think so. Okay. Kind of a forgettable show, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought it was okay. Nothing nothing was overly bad. I guess like Lashley and uh, Rusev was bad. I did not enjoy that match. They're still doing the cuck thing? Yeah, yeah. Twice I said cuck already. WWE <laughs> is the fucking home of the cucks. Home of the cucks. It's, yeah. <laughs> the Chicago cucks. <laughs> Uh, I can't even think of any players for the Cubs. Ryan's, R- Ryan Sandcuck. 
John Cuckster. John Cuckster. Uh, uh, CM Punk is or CM Cuck is a fan of the Cucks. Yes, your CM Cuck is a fan. <laughs> he used to go to Cuck games with Cuck Cabana yeah. when they were friends. No more. Now one of them's fucking the other guy's wife right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's how the show ended with, oh, uh, Baron Corbin beat Roman Reigns with tons of interference. And he, he, any, uh, any match that would have made Eric Bischoff really proud. It, it was, it was like the epitome of like what I would see in WCW in 1999. Or sounds like what you see in the WWF in 1994. Royal Rumble casket match. Yoko Undertaker. Uh, it was, it wasn't like that. That was cool. <laughs> We can see Bam Bam sliding over it at the end. <laughs> it's true. Bam Bam did slide over it. I forgot about that. And then the Undertaker died. Yep, he was dead. Then he rose to the heavens. Yeah. And Steve cried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shakini's little brother cried when Kane burned the Undertaker in a casket in the 1998 Royal Rumble. Really? Yeah. <laughs> So, yep. <laughs> Wrestling, making children cry. Sometimes you gotta spooky shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the TLC 2019. Okay. Um, grade C plus. Seems like they're just living a just, C plus lifestyle. Just another mat. Just another pay per view. I will never watch again. I don't think I've rewatched any non uh big four pay-per-views even still probably just the wrestlemanias of the past like five six years i'm gonna watch the royal rumble because it's fun to do yeah my expectations for it are very low lower them yeah yeah like just keep them keep them down because like I'm watching NWA and I'm watching AEW. Did NWA have their pay-per-view yet? They had it on Saturday night. Did you watch that? I did not. I was playing a show. Oh, yeah. You played a show. I forgot (laughs) about that. I knew you did that, too. Yeah. You were playing a show and doing other things that I'm sure we'll get to. (laughs) We did. But uh, I guess Marty Skrull showed up at the end of the pay-per-view. In NWA? Yeah. Really? Yep. Weird. Girls going after the world championship in NWA. Weird. Do you know why? I'm convinced this is why. Because AEW blew the light spot on Joey Janela with Tully on the chair. <laughs> and then Marty's just like, ah, you blew my fucking entrance spot. Like, you turn the lights out when you guys are getting beat up in the ring, and then you turn it back on, and I'm standing there with my goofy mask twirling an umbrella that says villain. The uh, they really did the entire. So I was at AEW. I know that's why I texted you. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, like an audible groan. It's like, oh, throughout the entire crowd. That was fucking. How did it come off there? Uh, like everyone thought that Marty Skrull was going to show up, and then they saw they saw who they thought was Joey Janelle with weird hair and a guy. No one knew what was going on. They just knew that there was not a mask nor an umbrella. When you're when you have a guy 
like held hostage, you don't need to turn. You don't need to use a light spot for that. Like you just have them like walk up the entrance ramp, have the guy holding the guy hostage, pushing him around a little bit, make make him look like he's roughing him up a little bit, and that pisses off the people in the ring, and they come get you. What you don't do is turn the lights out and then make someone think that some spooky ghoul is going to be there. Yeah, when a very obvious person who does that exact thing is expected. Unless you're right. trolling everyone. And if you are, and you wanted to troll them with something with no payoff, really, good on you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you definitely executed that correctly. I kind of feel like AEW is not in a position where they should be trolling yet. No. Not their fans, anyway. Um... Did Jericho swear on TV, or was that just for us? Uh, what did he say? He said shit a couple times. Probably got through, yeah. Okay. They've been letting the shits go. Cool. <laughs> I uh, so my I'm not gonna talk about Texas too much because <laughs> we went to, we went to Austin for a day. That was fun. What? But I said we went to Austin for a day. That was fun. If you did it one more time, I had a thing, but that's okay. What? We didn't go to Victoria. What? We didn't go to Dallas. What? We didn't go to Houston. What? We didn't go to the Double Cross Ranch in Amarillo, Texas. What? I don't know anymore. We didn't go to Corpus Christi. What? We didn't go to... Oh, fuck. Tim Duncan. San Antonio. There you go. <laughs> we didn't go to Arlington. We didn't go to, there's got to be one more sports one. Fort Worth. Fort Worth. What? Though I think we did technically go to Dallas and Fort Worth. All right. Uh, got to fly in somewhere. We didn't go to Waco. <laughs> That's probably good. We did go to Waco, too. Oh, nice. We went to a Walmart in Waco. I bought all the letter things they had. <laughs> the letter things? Isn't Waco where they had the letter bomb? No, Waco is where they had, like, that, like... Far right extremist cult, like living in like a cult, like ranch thing, and the FBI showed up and surrounded them, and sent it a guy to, and like all hell broke loose. And, is Oklahoma uh, City the mail bomber? Uh, Oklahoma City is the Oklahoma City bomber. That yeah, was Timothy McVeigh. Uh, you're thinking of the Unabomber, which it was, was uh, Ted, Ted Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski, yes, and he was up in a shack in like Montana. It was my okay. Yeah. I'm getting crazy shit mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Waco was a cult. Actually, you know that you say that, I feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah, like a bunch of people, a bunch, they all died because they were like opening fire on them and stuff. Okay. Yeah, it was like a hostage situation, basically, but like, really the government just didn't like these right-wing extremists, like, hoarding a bunch of weaponry in this small area in Waco. And I don't blame him. <laughs> I was that? Oh yeah. So I got like a. Stop talking about that. Let's talk about me. Uh, cool. I got like a fucking shitty migraine, like two hours before AEW, and my fucking brother-in-law doesn't know how to watch his own fucking kids. So pretty much was like hanging around with children, keeping them from talking to other fucking people during the show and so I didn't really get to watch much of it. I was there, I had to tap out and go outside of the uh my seating arrangement. Gotcha. For a second to like put cold water on my head. So it wasn't really 
I know that I was there. I saw a couple table spots. Did you watch the main event? Yes. Was that good? It was okay, from what I remember. I enjoyed it. I didn't. So I didn't stay for the last dark match, which was Pack and the Devon Storms versus the Best Friends. Okay, I'm gonna pause real quick. I know. So, that's cool though. I wish I went to another Dynamite. That was a good time when we went. It was a better time when we went than the sure. one when I was. We, we saw a great tag match. We saw a great tag match. We saw a silly hardcore match, and we drank in an alley. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do much, much worse than that. Um, and I also got to like reap the benefits of not having children as opposed to, you know, having to pretend like I had them for the evening. Yeah. Or the weekend or whatever the fuck it is. So, uh, hard left turn. Hard left turn. Fantasy football. So, I believe uh, when we recorded last week, let me go back and recount, regale you with this tale of glory. Uh, so, nope, I gotta do this scoreboard. Round two. Round one. So, I had Saquon Barkley. And Alshon Jeffrey going on Monday night against, uh, with a 20-point uh, window, against uh, Darius Slayton. Uh, so, little did I know, ESPN did not alert me to this, but Alshon Jeffrey did not play. He was hurt. Alshon Jeffrey was carted off at the first, he played. Oh, he did play, okay. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't out. He, um, I think he might have had a target, but he fucked himself up during the game. So I got a 20-point buffer, uh, Saquon Barkley, and going against Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton put up 29.9 points in the first half. Saquon Barkley put on 8.2. So 20 plus 8.2 does not equal 29.9. So I lost to Darius Slayton and Eli Manning, and I'm now out of the playoffs. Because that cocksucker came back and ruined my goddamn chance at the championship. I, uh, I'm i in the semifinals right now, and I have uh, Rashad Perriman on my bench. I'm assuming you're not paying attention this week because you are now out of the fantasy football playoffs? I, no, I had another game against uh, Brian in the fantasy playoffs that I knew I was going to lose because I knew I, I was, my team was turn, not turning out except for... Surprisingly, uh, Antonio Brown. Not Antonio Brown. Uh. <laughs> to get the, the A Brown. That's Julio, on the, Jones. Uh, Julio Jones. <laughs> Who got a chunk of time touchdown to win the game. Perriman, wide receiver, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Rush attempt, three yards. Six targets, five receptions, 113 yards, three receiving touchdowns. Damn. On my bench. I am up 41 points going into tonight with Michael Thomas to go. <laughs> wow. That's a good team. I would, uh, I would, I'd be creeping up on 200 if I put him in. So, uh, so I'm playing for, I'm playing for the championship right now. Unless Alvin, so he has Alvin Kamara to go right now. Brian has a 23 point buffer with Marlon Mack and Jared Cook. And I have Alvin Kamara. So my only chance is if Mac and Cook put up nothing and I put up 
30 plus points. Um, you can get 30. Kamara's been junk this year. Yes, he has. So I'm out. I knew I was going to be out. So As long as he doesn't score 41 more points than Michael Thomas, we're cool. <laughs> so uh, Michael Thomas is not big crap, so of course Kamara's going to put up like a 60. So I'm playing for third place in both of my leagues right now. I'll be playing for the title next week. Which will be getting my uh, my buy-in back, basically. I'll, I'll have played a free year of fantasy football if this wins. If I win the third place games. Oh, I'm so fucking broke. If I was to win fantasy football right now, that would be like a nice change of pace. So I have, uh, in, my, in my junk game, I'm behind 10 points from Chikini. But I have Jack Doyle and Will Lutz going. So I need 10 points from both of them combined, which I think is doable. That's not a, too much to ask. I think, I think if they, they, there's a good chance they could each get me five and I'd win. Yeah. <laughs> so. Colts defense is okay. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, they're middle of the road team this year. Stop the defense in the 30. Will us get two field goals. That's six points. Two extra points. That's eight points. Jack Doyle gets a receiving touchdown. Yeah, don't aim for the don't aim for the stars. Could happen, McWorld. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I took a fantasy lashing. I lost to Steve because uh, Brian told him to set his lineup. So I lost to Steve in a, in a meaningless game, and now I'm losing to Brian. So kind of hurts, but it's fantasy, so it's all luck anyway. I mean. You know, you say it's luck, but well, it's, it, I intentionally drafted Jameis Winston. I mean, he's the type of guy who'll get you 30 fantasy points, but could have got you like 45. Yeah. <laughs> he's, the o- he's the only elite fantasy football quarterback I've ever had who is in danger of losing his job. <laughs> uh, Matt Stafford a couple of years ago. He's never been, Matt Stafford's never been really good. He's never been like elite elite, but he's, I remember. No, this, like it's, this isn't even close. <laughs> Week one, three picks. <laughs> Week six, five interceptions. That, yep. Week 11, four interceptions. The week before last, his best game as a starter. Four interceptions. Listen to this fucking line. Also, James Winston threw an interception on the first drive of the game on Sunday. Like, I actually, I feel like he's going to, he needs to throw an interception to get into the game. Yeah. <laughs> Just warm up. <laughs> and then he threw for like 250 yards in the first quarter and three touchdowns, or two touchdowns. Like, his line from week 15 He's got 458 passing yards. Oh, no, no. His line from week 14. 456, four touchdowns, three picks, and a rushing touchdown. Sounds a boot, right? They didn't punt, probably, because yeah. he either threw a pick or a touchdown. Right. He, like That's where they're living and dying is whether or not their quarterback turns it over. If he doesn't turn it over, they're scoring. Like, yeah. like a 60-yard touchdown pass. Maybe that's why he throws the ball so far down the field all the time, because if he 
Just does a pick, at least it's a punt. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> He's a field position turnover machine. He's a punt quarterback. Yeah. He also fumbles the ball a ton, too. Speaking of four interceptions, that's one of the reasons why I knew I was losing. Uh, Andy Dalton, what a turkey that guy is. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, uh, I think ESPN was being pretty debt generous with a 10.4 line for him and a half-point PPR league. Uh, he came up with 2.1 points. Which, if you started Andy Dalton this week, what is wrong with you? If you started Andy Dalton this week, your team must not have been very good. Yeah. Uh, I guess if it's a two-quarterback league, that matters. So, in recent weeks, I've lost both my quarterbacks and all of my wide receivers. I had uh, Alshon Jeffrey, uh, Mike Evans, and who was uh, Calvin Ridley. Okay, yeah. that's All of them gone. <laughs> that's all three of them. <laughs> um so this week, I came in, I had all new receivers. Uh, Golden Tate. He is okay. Um, whatchamacallit. Uh, he had AJ, a cool touchdown. A.J. Brown. He, that guy on the Eagles? Uh, not the Eagles. Um, oh, the guy on the Titans? The Titans, yeah. He was very good this week. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is it's a good thing this happened. I have actually have reliable receivers now. Um, I also lost Marvin Jones, so he was my, one of my backups. <laughs> I couldn't plug him in, so everyone I got was off waivers this week. Did you pick up Jamison Crowder? Um, I have him in my other league. Yeah, I play. Yeah. I played him this week too. Oh, you're lucky. I was like, ah, the, they're not. They're not even going to score against the Ravens. Then he got two junk time touchdowns. He got one junk time touchdown. I mean, unless you was can. The other one earlier in the game. Yeah, the other one's early in the game. He dropped. He was like wide open in the corner of the end zone and dropped okay. the pass. And then he went back to him and he caught it. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he, but I was just like, you know, I'm not going to start him over Julio Jones or, uh, what's his name from the, the Browns. Odell Beckham Jr.? Not him, Jarvis Landry. Okay. And I flexed Mostert. So I had Dark Henry, Alvin Kamara, and Mostert, uh, as my other position players. So, uh, Crowder was, uh, backup receiver for me on a real football note derrick henry's pretty cool to watch play football he's just a a downhill runner you know? yeah like i feel like once he gets started no one's ever gonna stop Th- this him. this week he didn't put up much but uh he he's been a steady hand yeah. yeah i just like it when he start when those feet start moving yeah like damn did you see his touchdown from a few weeks ago where he was running downfield and he was just like uh stiff arm with the guy the yeah. entire way it's like get out of here that was great I was very like, happy watching like why do we even try um he's been good um Lamar Jackson's been very fun to watch this year if yeah. you like if you like college football that is if you like the army navy game then you love <laughs> Lamar Jackson yeah except sometimes he launches the ball down the field Lamar Jackson is a good passer though I should say that did you watch the army navy game at all I did not um, I didn't know I watched the intro. They showed what happened at the intro after the game, and I was like, "Yeah." But Trump showed up to flip the coin, and I'm just like, you, "You know, you know how people who don't know how to do things, uh, like flip coins, he just goes like, like that. Yeah, and it doesn't like turn or anything. It just kind of glides in the air. He did that instead of like flicking his thumb up. I think if anything that this presidency has done to expose on Donald Trump is how unathletic he is. Yeah. <laughs> 
very uncoordinated. Yeah, his coordination's terrible. It's, it's not a political rant. It's we're just ranting at how awkward he is. Yeah. You ever like, see that photo of... Like, he's uh, such a cunt because he's got picked on because of how uncoordinated he was. You ever was. see that photo of them all standing around and they're all standing with, like... It was almost like their suits are too big for them, so, like, their arms are, out, like, sticking out a little too far and they're just, like, standing still, like... No. It looks, it's a very awkward picture. I'll, if you if, Listener, if you've ever seen this picture, it's of the Trump family all standing together looking very awkward. Like, standing and, like, like why are you standing like that? Did you do something? It's a very peculiar... Uh, pose that they're striking. I'm going to be real bummed if we get through this. The only reason I'm rooting for four more years is so he gets assassinated in fucking <laughs> office. <laughs> well, I think you're going to get it. Uh, I don't think... I think they've united the right-wingers in this country and the left is... tatters. No, no one knows what to do. Everyone is confused and they haven't figured it out yet. Probably. The answer is very simple. Stop paying attention to him. Just stop. Like, ignore the shit out of him. Because that's where he gets his energy from. You ever see The Simpsons? Just don't look. Just don't look. And, like, the billboards start misbehaving a little more. And then they realize that you don't have, they don't have your attention anymore. And so they eventually just go back to being billboards. That's the answer. It's The Simpsons. It's always been. What's well, the answer for your sanity? It's probably not a great answer for, like, the world. Just just ignore someone in power. How do you think I'm go- I mean, I'm going to do that. <laughs> so like, I understand what I'm doing is the wrong thing to do. I'm. I don't think it's wrong. I think it's right. It's the only thing that hasn't been tried. <laughs> I've been trying it this in- almost this entire time. Yeah. So there you go. It's working. I mean, as far as that's concerned with me, yeah. So, uh, but anyways, Army Navy. Uh, I'm gonna pause it. <laughs> So the quarterback from Navy, uh, zero pass attempts, 300 rushing yards. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> they won like 28 to 7. Yeah, the, it's like that's not like that unusual. No, I, I, it's just a terrible, like I hate that about college football. I yeah, they, run the, uh, they just run the option. Ugh, they do so not throw boring. the ball a lot too though. It's so boring. They don't throw. If you're a receiver on in Army or Navy, you are a lineman. Yeah. You are a thin lineman, and your job is to block. And that sucks. Ugh. If I, I would not want to be a skill position in the Army or Navy football What about Kyle football. Eckel? He has an NFL touchdown. <laughs> Good for him. Was that the guy who scored against the Patriots? No, he's got who scored for the Patriots. Oh, did he? Yeah, he, Belichick ran him four times on the goal line for uh, against the Cowboys in 2007. Okay, that's why I don't remember this. It happened a while ago. I probably knew at the time. Like, you know, I knew at the time, but it's been 12 years, and I've lost. I've lost a lot of steam when it comes to football, especially the Patriots. Have you seen the uh, the shit they recorded? I haven't seen it, but yeah, I I just I think I I think I hate the Patriots now. No, I understand. They recorded the Bengals sideline, but from the back. So like yeah, from the press box. Yeah. So like, what do you see from the back? Like personnel that, substitutions. Okay, wouldn't you see those personnel substitutions on the field anyway? So 
What exactly? I don't know. For me, like, if I was trying to record signals from the other team, I wouldn't record them. I wouldn't record their asses, is what I'm trying to say. Maybe they just like it's, their butts. So they have a leg to stand on. Uh, it's... For, but second, why would you even do that? Like, what is going on? Why would you? Ugh, if you are a Patriot, if you are anyone wearing a Boston anything, why, oh, why would you record a football team? If you were there in an official capacity, why would you do that for the love of God? There's no cameras. Just throw every camera you have away. It just, oh, it just bugs me so much. Like, how could they be so stupid? It's... It it shouldn't have happened. No, it's just it's so unnecessary. You're you're, you're recording a team that you are going to annihilate. Yeah, kill. So, like, why? You were basically saying, "Hey, NFL, here's our third round pick next year. Just throw it to the fire." You know, third round pick. That's what I've heard. Like a million I, dollar fine in a third round. I feel like they're gonna get killed for this. They probably should. They should. Like, enough's enough. Yeah, they lose their third-round pick, and Belichick gets suspended for the year. I don't think that they'll go that far, because I don't think that he had anything to do with it. There's no way he would be dumb enough to, or brazen enough to do shit like that. And if he is, then yeah, but, like, they're investigating hard, and, like, if they find out it was, like, football ops, then, like, I think the scout should probably get it, too, you know? Yeah, but you gotta do it to someone that's, like... That matters. Ugh. Like, how can you punish Robert Kraft? Put him in chastity for a year? <laughs> <laughs> yep. There it is. Come on, Roger! <laughs> what, would, what would the adjective to describe the Patriots Super Bowl win? What would he use? Uh, can't be the sweetest. Uh, this would be unequivocally the most flaccid, the tightest, <laughs> <laughs> the tightest squeeze we've ever. Had. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it when my hairs get stuck on the lock. <laughs> It's a shame that Kraft Foods doesn't own Nair. <laughs> like, oh no, they play at Gillette Stadium. That's a perfect. It's a perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect matchup. I, sh- I shave with my Gillette Mark Three products, and <laughs> I am able to avoid it. Pinching. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Christmas twenty twenty. <laughs> The greatest gift I'll ever get is another hard on. Yeah. Cool. His shoes are dumb. <laughs> His shoes are dumb. If you're, if His you're, blue suit jacket's dumb too. Yeah. He just looks like a little good boy. Yeah. <laughs> he he looks like uh Shane McMahon would if he owned the WWE. <laughs> uh, he looks like uh, Marv Albert if he owned the WWE. <laughs> yes, that <I don't> counts. 
He's the guy who got uh, arrested for biting a transvestite who looked like Lawrence Taylor in a wig. I know who he is. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> These are all. <laughs> I were hearing that about it. And it was like, so what? I'm just old enough to understand what's going on here. <laughs> I was just old enough to. Yeah. And there was a celebrity death match. You're like, let's say that again. Yes. Let's see that again. Yes. <laughs> yeah, on a completely different note, Marv Albert's a great basketball announcer. Yeah. Like the best. But then every once in a while you remember that there's a police report that he bit a transvestite who looked like Lawrence Taylor in a wig. <laughs> who would you rather bite? Lawrence Taylor in a wig or Jim Cornette in a wig? <laughs> Uh, I can tell you what I have no interest in. The Lawrence Taylor in a wig sounds awfully colorful. Jeez. <laughs> Good job there, Varg. Eh. You win some, you burn some. Jeez. All right, well. John speaks for himself and not for the Bad Dirty Fun podcasts or any form of entertainment outlet produced by Bad, Bad Dirty Fun Enterprises Incorporated. <laughs> Enterprises Incorporated? That's what Tully Blanchard said about Tully Blanchard Enterprises Incorporated. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> when he was introducing JJ as his, uh, his manager, he was like... He's the man who looks, he's like, I don't have a woman look after me anymore. I have a man look after me. <laughs> <laughs> he said it, the way he said it was very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing it. I don't remember who's saying it. it there's, there's someone running for some sort of office in New York named James J. Dillon. James Letter J. Dillon. And I meant to, go to take one of them because I figured I'd see a few of them, but I didn't. And then I proceeded to get really drunk. So I hope they're not a... Uh... A weirdo. I mean. A wackadoo. You know, I hope they're just like a normal person who's like, I want to make the country better and, you know. Also, I talk like, also, I am actually James J. Dillon from wrestling. Right, it's actually James J. Dillon. From the South. <laughs> His Elect me, New Yorkers. <laughs> he's, he's running for office so he can book Hogan versus Goldberg again. Yeah. I'll make an official policy that Hulk Hogan will have to defend the WCW title <laughs> against none other than Goldberg. In Atlanta, Georgia, you're running for mayor of New York. Atlanta, Georgia, the mecca of all things. Huh? I thought you worked in New York. It's Connecticut, pal. Huh? Huh? Are these territory jokes uh, working for you? Uh, he wants to be mayor of Crockett. Crockettville. He doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to be up north. He wants to to be mayor of Crockett so they can collect another paycheck in Japan. I got some good news for you. Cigarette juice. Yes. Uh, the Saints are up three nothing. Cool. I mean, it'd be awesome if they're up seven nothing with Alvin Kamara having rushed for. 90 yards and a touchdown, but, you know. Will Lutz kicked a field goal. 
So I'm sorry. Some positive to take out of this. <laughs> it's getting hard to see the positives, man. Oh, trust me, I know. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, Randy, I want you to trust me. Uh, okay. <laughs> so how's the show? We'll go in order of important things that happened on Saturday. Uh, show was fun. I cracked a couple jokes, played a Nitro Party song. I saw. You're a man now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my gut was there. Uh, played bass for a Guar song. Oh, really? Yeah. Chris tried to offer me his pick, and I was like, I'm playing with my fingers, man. <laughs> I'm a finger-style bassist now. Ooh. Yeah. Were you drunk? I had three IPAs. Okay. That's enough to keep me happy. Threepa? Did you get any interesting phone calls? <laughs> yeah so uh, uh my friends got me a uh, lanny poffo cameo <laughs> he gave me some sound advice <laughs> <laughs> he said uh you know i've been married and divorced and through it all and i don't try to have a happy life i try to have a happy moment and that's advice i want to give to you and i thought it was good advice uh <laughs> the, the Andy Griffith show? Oh, the Dick Van Dyke show. Dick, he, sorry. He sang the... Well, he did not sing out of respect for me. And then he named the person who wrote the fucking song. <laughs> he is the genius. We know these things. <laughs> <laughs> Were you watching it? And I know that, like, it's probably... This is what I'm trying to figure out. Does the novelty on that wear off for a few minutes, even though someone else has purchased it for you? To a point like... Lanny, shut up. Uh, I did feel like slightly embarrassed because I, I didn't want my friends to spend money on me. You know what I mean? Like I wish they had kept it for themselves and spent it on like gifts or something. You know what I mean? I was very appreciative. Don't get me wrong. They probably spent like 15 bucks each. Um, well, whatever they spent, I was very grateful that they would do such a thing to make me happy. Oh, no. It's a... I'm not trying to challenge the sincerity of the gift. I, I, I get that. Because it's... I, I think... I, think I really feel like it's a no-brainer, and if they had brought it up to me, I would have split it with them, too. To, to answer your question, though, um, I think that sort of interfered with me being able to not, like, appreciate the novelty of it. Because, I mean, like, if I was to get a cameo, Lanny Poffo is pretty high up there. I mean, yeah. What cameos I would want. Because it, it just... I do the impression of him, and... <laughs> I appreciate the fact that he uh, sucks his own dick, and <laughs> I think that's impressive. <laughs> I admire him for it. <laughs> yeah, I, watching it from the outside, also, like, granted, I might have not been in the best mood. I had been flying for most of the day, and yeah. it was the first thing I did when I put my bag down was watch a video of Lenny Poffo talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I t I'll tell you this much. When I got the text, I was... I was in the Taco Bell drive-thru. <laughs> Heard things aren't going too great for you. You're, you're kidding, you ain't kidding me, Lan. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I hit rock bottom. <laughs> 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 pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, tell, nothing tells you that your life's going wrong more than... Sitting in a drive-thru at Taco Bell and having Lanny Poffo tell you that shit's not going great. <laughs> having Randy's brother and Angelo's son tell you to 
Cheer up. <laughs> you make it sound a lot funnier than it is. Look, <laughs> it is funny. Well, I <laughs> Lady Poffo's involved. It's now funny. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, what else? Thanks, Lenny. You've made my pan a joke. I've been looking at cameos too, and I've never seen Lenny Poffo on there. I, I, uh, I might be spoiling this for him, but I've had a cameo gift planned for quite some time for someone <laughs> that I know will appreciate it. Yeah, you've talked about it on this podcast. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm gonna have Raven include my friend Chris Cicchini with his co-hosts Brian Feeney and. Uh, Rich Bocchini. I'm going to be the Feeny Bocchini Chikini brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to have Raven uh, speak to him as Johnny Polo. Because <laughs> he gave Johnny Polo autograph. Instead of a Raven autograph. <laughs> and, and, and come to find out, Raven's more Johnny Polo than he is Raven. Oh, for sure. Like <laughs> <laughs> a ton. Oh, man. He did something hilarious last week. I forget what it was. I didn't listen to last week's. Uh, he had me He had me in stitches for a minute. <laughs> but I kind of zoned him out today. I wasn't really paying attention. But yeah, that's... I don't know where I was going with that. Was, uh, Brett Far- I'm, I'm going to go back to the uh, cameo well. So who who is your top cameo? If you if you were sick in bed and dying, who would you want a cameo from? Um, they don't have to be on there. They do have to be alive and able to do the cameo. We're so we're all in wrestlers right now, and like I want it to be the cheap one. Alexander Wolf is fifteen bucks. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. <laughs> like this is the same. That's the same as a pack of smokes. <laughs> okay, I want all. How much is Bram? Who? The guy from Impact from a few years ago. Bram. Bram. Is he on there? I don't know. I don't know. If, I, don't, I don't even know who it is. Marcus Buff Bagwell. How much? How much do you think he is? $75. $50. Very, very. Who's Tony Rica? Rica. Tony Rica? Yeah. He says former WWE superstar. He's five bucks. Tony Rica. Maybe one of the heartthrobs. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Animal. 75 Billy. You don't, you don't even get the good part from him. Well... <laughs> Billy Kay's 100. Ugh. She's so hot. Mark Henry, 80 bucks. He's a fucking Olympian. <laughs> I, but yeah, I don't... I don't see anyone... Maybe you have to search for Lady Puffo. Yeah, I'm not even searching for him. I'm just looking for... Browse talent. Let's just go to all talent. How about that? Browse our talent. I will browse your talent. Oh, 
Chris Hansen. <laughs> what a terrible person to get a cameo from. It's actually a great cameo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so fu- inappropriate that it's funny. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. Colin Mockery's a hundred bucks. What? Get out of here. Whose ripoff is it anyway? Am I right? Yeah, right. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sure it's very funny. He's good at improv. Flavor Flav's 250. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> yes. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried's on here, and he'd probably be funny to get a cameo from. I bet he's very funny. Eh. That's not so bad for, I'm sure, your first attempt at that. That is my first attempt. How'd you know? <laughs> it always starts. I never attempted. <laughs> uh, oh, you Russoed it. I almost turned it into Piper, actually. <laughs> I never attempted no Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yeah. And you know the other thing about Roddy Piper. He went poo-poo in his diaper. Oh, sober Artie Lang is on here for a buck fifty. <laughs> um Steve Gutenberg, one twenty five. Is uh is Artie's nose fixed yet? No. Or does he still have pancake nose? He's got pancake nose. He's got a new podcast that I uh did a little binging of. I think it's daily too. So, uh, just got this from Corey. Corey got the Wicked Cool Toys Universal Outdated Championship from Ringside Collectibles. It's a similar one yeah. as I have on the wall there. But it's red. It says the strap is cool. 100 bucks on the old Ringside Collectibles. If anyone wants them. No. Outdated Universal title. If it's outdated, they should, uh... They should stop. Well, they just got them in, and then like as soon as they got them in, they're outdated. Yep, Red Zone, Alvin Kamara. Lenny Dykstra, 95 bucks. <laughs> How much is Kenny Dykstra? <laughs> I think Kenny Dykstra might not be on here. Uh, it's too bad, eh? <coughs> Jake Roberts, $100. And you ought to trust them, don't you? Yeah, it felt really good having my way with Elizabeth. I couldn't have no woman groveling for me. I watched uh, the watch along with Bruce watching, I think it was Tuesday in Texas with Jake and Randy. And Jake cut the most sinister promo of all time about abusing Elizabeth in front of Randy. Really? Slapped her and then like cut like, it was a like then Savage came out and cut a very good promo as well. I was like, yeah, this is fucking, this is wrestling. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah, so I was like, oh, he really slapped her. Like, but it, like he took care of her and didn't really. He did Jericho her. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't kick the shit out of Shawn Michaels' wife. No, but like you know, he definitely like, you know, stuff to mom. I would compare it to you know. It looked part bad, but it wasn't. Yeah. Stormy Daniels is $250. <laughs> like, imagine going from doing other things for 250 to just recording a video. That's so much less work. Good for her. 
Lou Ferrigno, hundred bucks. It better be green. Probably not. No green, no care. Dog the Bounty Hunter, one fifty. How much is how much is it for the Hulk, but like Bruce Banner? Didn't seem like it was an option. Marion Rivera and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, both $500. <laughs> Some Yankees fans got to get Mariano Rivera. Tara Reed, 175 What a way you've fallen, Tara. Not even Stormy Dan. Brian Arakpo, 50 bucks. He was in Geico commercials. Not anymore. No, now he's doing Cameo for 50 Maybe he just wants to talk to his buds. Buster Douglas, 55 bucks. <laughs> like, some of these people are like heroes. How much is uh, Peter McNeely? I don't think you wonder. <laughs> so, the problem is, this website sucks. So, I can't, like, I don't, I'm trying not to bounce around too much. Ian, is, Ian Kinsler, 45 bucks. This is the Cameo Price podcast. Yeah. The Boz is on here? <laughs> Uh, Rafael Palmero, $75. What about Dwight Evans? Marky Ramon, 100 bucks, still there. Still there, still alive and kicking. I, uh, think, I think he's going to be the last one. Oh, I got bad news. A Raven cameo is $300. No, it isn't. Bet you it is. No, it isn't. I know how much it is. I got it right here. It wasn't to his podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be damned. <laughs> it's Raven Simone. God damn. <laughs> um, he talked about one day uh, having getting together with her, and he would sign. They would both sign photos together as Raven and Raven. I've been talking about that for like a decade. <laughs> I still haven't pulled the trigger on buying a Raven Simone eight by ten. Or like, if she she signs his and he signs hers. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. (laughs) If it's up to Raven, then I'll tell you which Raven. But if it was up to one of those Ravens, it would happen. (laughs) Oh, Bo Jackson, four hundred bucks. Current NFL football player Sammy Watkins, $100. Bet you some Chiefs fans get down on that. Scott Stapp, how much do you think? $200. $750. Ugh. Ugh. He is the worst. Who costs more, D. Snyder or Jose Canseco? Jose Canseco. Nope. Wow. D. Snyder, $200. Canseco, $150. Wow. Yeah, you know, like who costs more, Napoleon Dynamite or Jose Canseco? Napoleon Dynamite, two hundred. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> you figured out why I was doing that now after the first one. <laughs> Jose Canseco is worth more. The violinist from the Dave Matthews Band, four hundred bucks, fifty bucks. Ugh. Great value. I'm, I'm assuming all the worst things right now. Um, Ava Ava Marie, two hundred bucks, seventy five. Chris Gronkowski. (laughs) 20 bucks. 25. (laughs) 
I like it when there's current athletes on here or like very recent athletes on here. Uh, RG3. Oh, wow. I bet you he's 50. 200. Ugh. You're a backup. Sammy Watkins is a starter. <laughs> That's true. <coughs> Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. I know he's going to be like 150-ish, but he should be like 25. 100. Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall. He's got to be 200. 100. Uh, funny guy. Bam Margera. Five hundred. Sixty-five dollars. <laughs> Rick from Pawn Stars. Twenty dollars. Eighty-five. Who would pay that? Uh, Tony Hawk. Three hundred. Exactly. Oh wow! I got. Yeah, one. I got one. <laughs> Keep in mind, I've, I know. Not, I'm not I know you. I know. Uh. John Ratzenberger. He plays Cliff, Cliff Clavin on Cheers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, a known fact there, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Peter Griffin, but okay. Yeah, hey, a little known fact there, uh, <laughs> uh, Cliff Clavin, 50 bucks. 120. Ugh. I, I, don't, I could listen to Cliff Clavin talk. Give me Norm. I think that Cliff Clavin talks like Cliff Clavin. Does too. I think he's from uh, Connecticut and is a conservative Republican. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, Aaron Carter. Uh, don't know who that is. It was the brother of some kid that was in NSYNC oh, or Backstreet Boys. I was like Joe Carter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me. If I saw Joe Carter, I would have said Joe Carter. Yeah, we've already gone past it. <laughs> Tommy Chung. Uh, he's got to be like 75. 150. Norm McDonald. He's going to be something stupid. Like, no way he does it for less than 400 bucks. 375, but yeah, you get, get the right idea. <laughs> I was like, he's going to make it so no one would, someone would have to pay an enormous amount of money. Yeah. For uh, Fat Vince Neil. Uh, 150. 400. Also, to be fair, he used a picture of himself fat. Oh, that's good. He's owning up to it. <laughs> Marlon Wayne's. Ugh, like 300. 1,000. Cameo's gross. Cameo's gross. That's why I was so obsessed with looking at it, because it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Baldwin. I almost said Alec Baldwin and thought, wow, this is cheap. <laughs> The greatest catcher in Major League Baseball history, Ivan Pudge Rodriguez. Uh, Mike Piazza? Uh, Pudge Rodriguez. That's not even close. Carlos Carlos Quintana. Uh, Jose Pena. Pudge Rodriguez. (laughs) Um, $82. $199. I'm going to keep doing this until you tell me to stop. Adrian Peterson, current NFL running back and future Hall of Famer, also known Adrian Peterson beat you. What is he? Adrian Peterson beat his kids. This is Hulk's the one. (laughs) 
say your heart is made out of stone You got me hanging by a string My friends don't tell me you're back to the bone Won't you please give your bone to me From that very first look You got me down on my knees When you turned on the charm I heard the alarm I should have called the police Whoa, you're the one The only one Oh, the only one for me Then you are gone 